You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink. That's all I got now, don't you think? That's right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. How's everything going, guys? It's going good. Good, good. We're here at the Rusted Nail speakeasy a little speakeasy outside of brookville indiana where we record a podcast i'm alan stanger with dwayne bischoff jeff montag reuben hunt we got a special guest mike from texas <laughs> get up to the microphone there mike so people can hear you don't be bashful have another drink this could be a fun po- this could be real fun because uh phil from texas is in is the it, house as well uh, 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 he just got back from california so i told him i said you probably need to come Tell us how Phil from Texas did in California. Yeah. How was, was did we get a picture of Phil from Texas barb friend? I I showed that to him. And he goes, man, she didn't look quite like that. <laughs> it was close. Well, you know, it had filters. Filters all on over it. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, he I, had filters too, though, because he was true, like, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was looking through beer goggles. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, uh, so the statues of limitations have, have passed. So. Uh, we'll tell everybody Phil from Texas is officially 21 now. Oh, <laughs> and that happened in California while he was there? Uh, right before he went to California. There you go. So, there you go. Uh, good thing. Good thing. Well, so, one thing about it is he came back. He came back. He still had a fun time. It was a good. good time. Good. Um, you know, he's got some buddies that he uh, went to school with that actually roomed with him from California. Uh, awesome. And, and uh, you know, we all, everybody thinks California here, and we all think, you know, some strange people, but... They're, they're, they've been here before. They're a bunch of rednecks like we are. So, <laughs> just on the wrong coast. Yeah, just on the wrong coast. <laughs> so, any major happenings this week, guys? No, just busy. I mean, we've nothing's changed at my place. We're just swamped trying to trying to catch up. Yep, busy week, busy week at work, but we made it through it. Well, I still got a headache from yesterday, but. <laughs> We won't well, go we into gonna, that. Are we going to talk about that? We, we, we off, probably, off probably shouldn't. <laughs> Mike from Texas, how about you? Just had a busy week. Good deal. So uh, those of you who listen to our podcast um, about, uh, you know, we had talking about raccoons and critters. <laughs> and so we got some uh, listener feedback that was not too uh, nice about the fact that Perhaps I was trapping raccoons and uh, killing them. Dispatch. That's dispatching. Used, used dispatch. Dispatching. Of it. Just, just so we don't offend it. It's dispatch. So I would like to quote <laughs> the Indiana Department of Natural Resources recommendation for raccoons. If you trap a raccoon, you should euthanize it because of all the diseases they carry. You should not release it into another area. You should euthanize it. 
done. We're end of story. So, Peter, thanks, thanks for protecting us, Alan. Exactly. We're all good to go. You were looking out for our best. Our exactly. Health. Thank you. Stop and the, the spread. Fact, the fact of the matter, you were protecting your children. I was. You know, and the fact that I could. You know, pronounce euthanized. <laughs> you, pra- you practiced like, that well, all week. Well, you know, I kept saying two utes. A farmer's you know? <laughs> allowed to protect his herd or crop or whatever, so he's well, to a certain limit. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a but. But raccoons, like we discussed, carry so many diseases that the DNR says if you trap them, you instead of relocating them, you need to euthanize them. See, everybody thinks they're so clean because they, you know, you see the videos and oh, they wash their food and they do tend to clean their food, but. As an animal, they are they're one of very, the nastiest. They, they carry hundreds of diseases. So that that's we're just glad you were looking out for our health, Alan. Yeah, yeah exactly. we appreciate it. I did not want anybody to leave the rusted nail speakeasy and possibly get attacked by a rabid, a rabbit, not a rabbit, but a rabid <laughs> raccoon. Thank you. Were, you. You were keeping our brown eggs safe. That's, that's right. what we appreciate exactly. that. So the one topic, one of the topics we did not uh, get to during our last podcast was the UAP report. So that actually came out. Did it? Did it? Yes. Did it really come out? It did really came out. Oh, really? I want to see. I, I didn't read this. Okay. So this is what's gonna. So the U.S. government report on UFOs could not find an explanation for 143 sightings of unidentified area phenomena. There's no evidence that they came from outer space or a foreign adversary. So after decades of dismissing UFOs, the government is saying there's something out there. They don't know what they are, though. Um, So out of the 144 reports, there's no clear indication whether it's non-terrestrial. So they, they just don't know what they are. Officials were able to to identify just one reported UAP with a high degree of confidence. And you're going to laugh at this. In that case, we identified the object as a deflated large balloon. Remember Roswell? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> the nine-page unclassified version of the report released by the Office of the Director of the National Intelligence Agency read, the others remain unexplained. So they go in a little further. Well, I've watched some of the interviews with some of the Navy pilots, and I mean, if we're trusting them defending our country, I trust their word that they didn't know what they were flying with. So it goes a little more in depth. Most of the incidents the task force reviewed were reported in the last two years. Um, So the report is a preliminary version of what's going to be coming out later. The U.S. government officials said there's no doubt that identified UAPs were physical objects, tamping down speculations that sightings could be optical illusions caused by atmospheric conditions or sensor malfunctions. So what they're saying is whatever it is is real. It's not an optical illusion. Yep. In 80 of the 144 investigated incidents, the task force detected Objects using multiple sensors, leading officials determined that the UAPs posed a hazard to flights. Here you go. Here's the next one. Over the years, the task force determined that there have been 11 near misses. So what do you think about that, guys? Well, I'm going to refer back to the first sentence or back here. 
Is it non-terrestrial? Well, they don't know. They don't know what they are. Period. Uh, right. So, <clears throat> but there's they're saying there's no proof of showing that they're non-terrestrial. And there's no so proof to show the terrestrial. Are, right. <clears throat> That's the problem. They don't know what they are. They, right. They and the publicly thing, stated, we can't prove that they're non that they're well, of the earth. Right. So you know, here, here, here's the part. It says has found no evidence that objects came from outer space or for foreign adversity. Are they denying that they're American? Was there any denial? I mean, what's left if they're not from outer space and they're not from a foreign? Uh, well, they're just saying they can't confirm it came from outer space because they haven't tracked them out of our space. So that you know, that's the only way they would confirm that that would if they would. I mean, who knows? Do you believe that this is the total report too? So, oh, you guarantee uh, there's a lot been documented on that. Yeah. I want to know where. I'd like to see the, the non-redacted copy of that. So. Well, and I want to see. I want to know when the apologies are going to start coming to all the people that lives were ruined. So nearly all of the incidents investigated remain unexplained. So that concerns me. I'm, I think I'd rather hear. Yeah, yeah. You think right. they might be from outer space <laughs> instead of uh, we don't know what they are. I, I agree. I mean, I agree they don't that. know what they don't know, right? Yeah. So when you get it, me, and Alan, and I have been watching the show uh, Skinwalker Ranch, and uh, I, I don't want to be a spoiler. You've watched. I the, watched the season okay. finale. <clears throat> so the season finale, they're in a high dollar jet helicopter, and the guy's personal pilot who owns the ranch is flying it. So they go up and doing. They're doing. They've got scientific instruments attached to the helicopter because there's this one spot where they're always having problems. They're always having these sightings. So they're flying this pattern, and they've got a guy on the ground watching them fly the pattern. He's got a sensor that he can tell what height they are, plus the helicopter has his sensor. He can tell where he's at. So they're doing this flight pattern. They get to a certain point, and his ground 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 radar goes off that something's 40-some feet under him, and then 30 feet under him, and 20 feet. And the guy's on the ground going, we don't see anything, and the, the pilot's going... This is weird. And the guy's like, have you ever seen this? He goes, no, this has never happened before. This chopper, you know, is at the top, you know, everything. So they keep going, and they make another loop around, and this sensor keeps going off, and it gets as close as 32 feet. And they're like, and the pilot's going, I'm starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable about this. He goes, I just, I have that feeling that something's with us up here. And, and they could ever, and then they ended up coming down. So the sensing radar detected something close to them. The proximity radar on the helicopter. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's that's set up for when you're landing or going over mountains so you know, when it's foggy, so you know. So and they showed it on there. Yeah. You know, here it is, 1,500 feet, and all of a sudden, 50 feet. Right. 32. Got as close it was as 32 same, feet. They were doing an arc around this. There's a circle yeah. in the ranch. They've had all kind of uh, items happen. So they would do the arc around there, and every time they got to the one certain spot, it seemed like something was underneath of them. But they couldn't see anything couldn't, on the ground. There was nothing physical that you could see. They so, got cameras watching it and everything, so there was nothing visible, but something was triggering So this radar sensor. you're talking about, what that shows, that's the radar that the pilot did not have on when the basketball NBA player got killed. He did not have that, that on. That is correct. Yes, that's the same yeah, thing. That's yeah. correct. Same thing. Yeah, that would have saved their lives. Right. Uh, the, I'm going to tell you, and he kind of said it, so Brandon Fugel, who is the owner of the ranch, very um, well-to-do person, that's probably a million-dollar helicopter oh, flying yeah. around yeah. instead of a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, this isn't no – I mean, this is yeah. – and this is his private pilot. So yeah. this isn't some guy they hired to, you know, doesn't know what to do. And he was getting – you could see he was getting a little concerned. Um, and he said, I, we, we need to go down. So they just – they circled around and went back down. So, so. also um, – 
numerous times they were doing experiments and they would get rockets. There's always been a certain part of the sky and a certain elevation, it seems like things happen. So uh, they shot all kind of rockets off, you know, the little rockets with all kind of sensors, got all kind of weird radiation readings. And then when they went back and looked at video they had taken, in almost every one, I think there was 14 different spots where there were UAPs in the frames. And so they overlaid them all, and they were all kind of in the same area the helicopter was, but... You know, they didn't see them until they slowed things down, and you'd see it come across the screen. Or you'd see a glowing orb come up, and it's, it's just interesting. I haven't watched it yet. I've been, yeah. I, I need to watch the whole series. So. Yeah, you got to watch it. And this year, it's kind of like Oak Island. It was There was just, like, every week something big was going. It wasn't like dragging it out and, you know, reading it over ten times. It was just like boom, boom, boom. And then the season finale was pretty cool. So I'm ready for next year already. So, so that leads, you know, one of the – I think I said it once before, but – you know, one of the theories, well, one of the theories is, is a meteor crash at Oka, uh, at Skinwalker. Skinwalker. But the, the UAPs are seeing, it's almost like they're going in and out of, you know, a, time, a, a portal. Yeah, portal there. A portal. Um, so uh, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. I mean, the same thing with the UAPs that those two Navy pilots saw when they took off. Then they, they were found 60 miles away by another ship so right it's all unexplained i mean i'm more i'm more baffled by the fact i figured this would come in and say oh yeah we you know i figured they'd lie and say it was a chinese yeah we know what it is it was was us doing some testing or but instead you get uh there's only one of them that we could uh figure out and it was (laughs) a weather balloon (laughs) but it makes you wonder too if do they you know, you always, do they know more? Even though this report is out now, do they know more than they it's know? It's the government. You know, they know right. more. Than, yeah. Well, you yeah. see how much the media covered it. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So I had to look for it. Right. Uh, I was told by somebody else. On, actually, the this is what it is. The BBC published that it was out. Nobody here did. Right. So that's how I found out it was out. It's like, man, and you got to dig for it. The yeah. Delta numbers were up that day, so we had to cover that. 24 no, so don't get me started. <laughs> hey, don't get me either. Cause. I, I just, you know, I, I, I can't watch those press secretary things. Yeah, I, I, it's just. it's. Yeah, we'll just leave that alone. So the newest thing is censorship. Did you see today's? I, I, re- I read a little bit on it. I saw part of it. So the statement was, if you say something false on social media, you should be banned from all social media, period. Yep. So you can't have any theories. And none of the politicians. Exactly. <laughs> should ban them all. They're all Ben off. Shapiro said, well, if they live by that <laughs> motto, none of them would be on. Right. Including, well, you'd have to get including of- the people that run social media. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say half the news media would have to be gone because, you know, we heard right. so many things for so many years that was fake and right. lies and, and they knew it. So. I don't know. It might not be a bad thing. You just shut down social media altogether. Well, except there, I mean, I will say from my business standpoint, and probably yours, right? It's um, helpful, yeah. It's helpful business-wise, but there is so much misinformation on there. You don't know what to believe, what not to believe. But even worse is your local, new, your no, nightly news. I mean, it's just as bad. I've li- I listen to Seven Hundred a lot, and you hear the same guy will read a news story at seven over o'clock. No, no, at seven o'clock he'll read it one way. And at 7.30, it's written completely different. And the meaning is, 
completely different same kind of information in it but the way it's worded is directing you a different direction and it's like and and i hear it and i just want to call in and go are you guys just are you blatantly just trying to be this bad and and i know the guy reading it is probably just pulling it from uh, it's yeah, a clear right, channel station right, right. so they're all reading the same news report all across the country you read but, someone else that wrote it more cleverly than they got well no case. i think it's i think most of those stations now are just getting it from one source they're not they're not writing anything themselves they're just pulling it off the sheet so here's here's what you're going to read today as your so news because i'm running a radio station i'll tell you how that works they are they're hooked up with whatever media that their company's hooked up with and they get a daily feed this and they is, just read it off that's what to read now i don't do that so i'll just make up the news and put it out there and probably more it'd be more I'm fun just kidding, about to make it out <laughs> but no i mean you see yeah you that's what this. they do they have a news feed that comes in daily and that's what they read and the local t- i mean we listen to you listen to it you know you listen to that station here you go, you know, 300 miles away and listen to another station, you're going to hear the same news story. Well, it's like the mesh that somebody took the when the, one time they said, when we're going to, you know, there's reports that we're doing it, and they've got like 300 stations reading the exact same right. script, yep. and they mesh them all together. And it's like, so... Like clear, that was Clear, clear Channel. Clear Channel, which yeah. is in that 700 now, too, is a yeah. Clear Channel station. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably going to get deleted off the air somewhere because of this now. So. Uh, you know, that may happen on iHeart. That could do... iHeartRadio would that, be where that, that happens. That could get us. Yeah, so <laughs> sorry. Heart, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that, that's that's. We're just reporting the facts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As you see them, as we, as we see, see it. it. That's right, as we see it. So, Mike from Texas, you got anything to add to any of that? Well, it's kind of scary that the government doesn't know what's flying around in our airspace. Yeah. Um, and I having a hard time to believe they don't know what it really is but if the, here, here's the other it thing. is what it is if they came out tomorrow though and said yeah we've confirmed these are aliens from outer space they're coming from the planet whatever and it got out this the world would freak well I mean, look how many, look how fast the toilet paper disappeared in last march <laughs> i mean seriously you, i mean we we're laughing about it which it is funny but you th- if they came out tomorrow and said, "Yeah, we've confirmed there was an alien, there was two alien aircraft spotted. One was over L.A., one was over Chicago at 9 p.m. on, you know, Saturday it changes night." Changes everything. Well, we t- we discussed it, yeah, you we, know, once yeah. before. I mean, right. there's, there's the world would countries freak. that are based off religion. That I mean, although, dang it, I forgot to write it down. So there's a chapter in the Bible that talks about is it Ezekiel? Yes, Book of Ezekiel. Because I somebody was talking about that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's things out there that, you know, the way they were interpreted during the biblical days, if you'd interpret them now, would be very similar to what's going on now with UAPs. So, um, like we said, you know, we all believe in God. God created us and the heavens and earth. So, you know, who's to say what's out there? He created all the planets out there. And I'm not naive enough to think that we're the only sentient there's, beings in the in the galaxy and universe i guess well there's no there's nothing that says where that creation ended exactly true just talks about the creation right we just we interpret it the way we think but but anyway i saw another funny video that they were talking it was talking about aliens it said yeah the aliens are here when the mayans built the um 
like the pyramids or whatever. Yeah. And there's a gentleman going through, and he's giving a tour, and he's like, "Yeah, here's here's how an echoes. You know, when I clap my hands, it's going to be a normal echo." And he claps his hands, you can hear the echo off the off the pyramid and he moves down a little bit more and he goes bam 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 and he claps 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 you hear the echo then he's like okay and then he walks in front of the steps that leads you to the temple and he said when you do it here it's going to come back as a bird and he stands in front of the steps which there's so many of them and he claps once and you don't hear anything and it comes back as a whoop out of the it's like a chirp out of the top of the pyramid and i'm sitting there going what the heck is that you know and he hits his hands claps and it does it i'm like this is either one really good altered video but the next time i if i'm ever on a trip again i'm finding one of them and i'm going to try it because that was really it was really interesting well we can either go to egypt or we can go down south to the mayan temple well this was in this was definitely in the south because it was tropical so but it was really interesting i was just wondering i i wanted to do some looking to see if that's real but sounded Right on the video, but of course, videos. We know a guy. Know. We know a guy that can make something. I know this. This yeah. sounds crazy, but you know, every morning, uh, the um, in Belize at least, the uh, locals, uh, somebody bamboo taps the morning pyramids every morning. They get they walk and tap every corner of the pyramid every morning with a bamboo rod. Been doing it for thousands of years. Huh? And I, they said why, and I said, well, they scaring stuff. He said, well. Now they say it's because of snakes, but it's not. It's it is the ritual that they've done Some. that they would make their rounds and tap the corner of the pyramids to go around. And we learned that we were in Belize. Huh? And, uh, it's it pretty interesting, you know. Interesting. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. So we were going to talk about local events. So Ruben's been Lo- local upcomings. Uh, upcoming events. So yeah. Ruben was kind enough to print some stuff off for us. I gotta pull it up here. Well, you know, we're from small town Brookville, Indiana, and we like to support local stuff. And this includes an outreach areas as far as 50, 60 miles from here. And a couple things going on. We'll start with August, July. We're too late in, maybe late July. And uh, these are sort of spread all over Allen, like I said, because I was searching and digging yeah, for so them. Yeah, so it looks uh, like the best one is that one there. So. Yeah, before you hear this, we're going to have four different chicken dinners. <laughs> Yeah, we like our chicken. Yeah, Speaking our of that, I don't County. think we ever talked about that. So we fried chicken at the uh, oh yeah uh, canoe fest. We were in the top five. We were in the top, we were top five. five. So <laughs> it was <laughs> shut up, Ruben. I was it, a spectator. Yeah, I saw it. yeah. Mike yeah. was a spectator. He was verified. We were in the top I five. Can verify so we're in the top we'll five. be back again next year and That's hope, right. hope to uh, move move up. There We've got a, a year to refine That's our recipe. That's right. And our secret, which we can't let out. Nope, can't do that. Nope. All right, so let's talk about some of these. So, By the way, the Twinkies were good. They were good. We did do fried Twinkies. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad night. Jeez. Is, there, right. is there anything you can't fry? Probably not. So on this list here, we have August 14th. Well, you got missed August 7th. What's all, what is August 7th? You got the St. Leon Fireman's Festival. Oh, yeah. the oh. 7th and 8th, so that's the... And this, I thought we were going to miss it because of one of our trips, but I'm actually going to be home on Friday night, so I get to go to the festival one night. So I'm going to keep my tradition going of only missing so, one in 55 years. Oh, all so right. that means we can all do St. Leon before we fly out next. We morning. can have chicken. Yeah. No, we can't have chicken dinner. We can have pork chop, pork chop, or fish. Chicken Saturday, so we'll be in. So that's in St. Leon, Indiana. St. Leon, Indiana. It's the first full weekend of August every year. Yeah, so everybody go out and support them because they're the ones who are going to come put my house out if it ever catches fire. Yes, all right. that's right. And most, I mean, like that, the vol- all the volunteer fire departments, Brook or well, Cedar Grove, New Trenton, yep. those guys fund their departments on these festivals. 
when you have a fire at your house, yes, they may, if you have insurance, they may turn a bill into insurance. They may or may not get something, but generally they don't get anything. That's right. But if you have a car wreck or an EMT run, they will bill sometimes if, if they can get something from insurance. But if the insurance don't pay, they don't, they don't, don't come chasing you. So these are this is how they support us. So buy raffle tickets, go eat dinners. It's good food, it's good time. It's probably how many years now? 50, 60 years now? I know Cedar Rose is like well, St. Leon's been longer than I've been alive, so okay. that's okay. over 55. So, I, it's been right. my life they've been there. And then a couple weeks after that, in the week of the 26th and 27th, you got the Cedar Grove Fireman's Festival that follows that. Hold on. Uh, We're not done with August. Okay. Well, that's August, though. Well, so, we got a lot more in August here. We got yeah. a lot more. So, lot more. let's see. 7th is a Saturday, right? Yes. 7th, 7th is Saturday, yes. August yeah. 7th. In Brookville, Indiana. Brookville on tap. Brookville on tap. That's oh. right. Yeah, that's, that's the right. weekend. We're, yeah. yeah, that's the weekend. We're not here. Yeah. So... That you got some more info time. about that? I don't have a whole lot of info about I that. I know there's a bunch. In fact, I'm going to... Does we, Texas... Mike we're going to get him on before we go, ah. aren't we? we so, hang on. Somebody Mike from Texas stressed. might know somebody. There's somebody. Mike from yeah. Texas knows somebody that might know somebody. Yeah. So well, while we're waiting on that, uh, Bright Fireman Festival is, is August 23rd and 24th, I yes. think. Yes. That's a great well, festival. That's, that's actually next week, so this won't be out. Sorry, you're going to miss that That's one. a good time. <laughs> Brookville on tap. Brookville on tap. Yeah, talk to us a little Can bit. Can you Terry. highlight it? <laughs> yeah, talk to us a little bit about Brookville on tap. We won't vary. We won't. <laughs> uh, you know who we should have had on here is. Uh, yep. What's his name? Yeah. The young man that's Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Right. yeah. Patterson. Ryan Patterson. Ryan Patterson. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to do Terry. <laughs> so we couldn't I get him. Feel so important. <laughs> um, if I would have known, I would have printed it out. Um, there are. At last count that I knew last week, 12 breweries, four distilleries, one winery. Wow. Perfect. That's awesome. great. Um, I know Quaffon and Hard Truth, which are kind of the same guys from down Nashville. They'll be there. Nashville, Indiana. Yes. These are all, are these all Indiana breweries and distilleries? Um, no, because Ryan Geist will be there. Oh, Ryan Geist. Oh, wow. That's good. Okay. Because um, like Ryan Geist, Brew Dog. You unfortunately you can't call us because we'll be in Key West, Florida. I heard that. Yes, we'll, we'll be thinking of you. Yeah, we'll be thinking. Right. Of you. We'll be pouring margaritas. So, so this this IC's. festival is about what? Um, it is to expose, I think, the uh, microbrewers of yeah, so the surrounding area. So this isn't the only place. It's going throughout Indiana. Different. Right. It'll yeah. be up in Anderson, it, Indiana, and Brookville. It has Florida, been in so. the. Uh, this is the first one yeah. that is not in the Indianapolis advertising area super so um they they do have i think i understand um an agreement to do three years here in brookville well, that's great so we'll have to schedule our vacation next year around it that's right <laughs> right but but not not that it's only going to be three years but they have three years to be with this group called untapped to help show them how to do it okay. and so they have plans already to close off other streets Super. other areas Super. as it grows that's great so so in, in brookville where is this set going to be it's set up it's going to be set up at third place basically but i think mainly on like progress street behind okay and then in in like the pit they will have maybe a couple of them but some seating um, nice. I know that 200 of the premium tickets, I'm not sure what they call that premium, but those have already been sold, and those Great. contain food with it. 
I know as of a week plus ago, they had 87 extra tickets sold above those premiums, which might have included, though, DD tickets. Right. And those that are opting with not the food. So what you guys might not know, or maybe you, I don't know if you were with me when we were talking to Ryan. Uh, I, I Just part of the conversation, not all of it. So he asked if we could do a podcast from there. And obviously I said, unfortunately, we're all gone. Right. right. So next time. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So Terry, who's the local entity or group that's, that's organizing this? Um, well, I guess third place is kind of behind it. But Ryan Patterson, who is not necessarily affiliated with third place he is the one that is coordinating that with the untapped people okay um but the venue is at third place but like you know and and mick is selling some food but they talked about having like the pretzel necklaces or whatever just another thing to try to soak up a little alcohol yeah (laughs) right you know and so he said yeah we can do that but he says no reach out to someone he was talking to his manager um chris reach out to someone so they can use us as a fundraiser right right so i don't know they threw out a couple of names so i don't know who who will be doing it but so third place is offering them the but venue, I, but I think that they're trying to change it all to a 501c. So, again, that it's not necessarily a moneymaker for anybody, it's an event to bring people into town. I mean, and, and that's what Mick has done pretty much the whole time right. is yeah. just try to promote Brookville. Yep. Well, I right. think that's what Ryan was saying was Mick gave them the opportunity to get this going, but they were looking at creating their own organization, but time didn't allow it. So as it as it grows, that's what the, yeah. So that's we, what the plan. I'll is. edit a lot of this out because we want to be short and sweet. But we'll get Ryan on here. Yes, yeah. it probably will be after the whole event. But we'll talk about okay. other things he's working on. So he was on vacation. I think he just got back today. Well, no excuse. Well, I know that'd be good. We we'll get a little. We'll get a little story of how it went and then what to expect next year. Yeah. So if you guys are hearing something rolling in the background like thunder. That's what That's it thunder, is. It's yeah. thundering outside the Ruster Down Speakeasy's coming down pretty hard. It's Mother Nature telling us she's here. So, so again, that is August seventh, from two to six. And again, I think the premium tickets are sold out. But I, as last I knew, there were still come to town anyway. Tickets. There's yeah. going to be right. stuff. Well, to do. and then Main Street, which you know they've condense some of their activities but they usually have a wild west night in brookville and it's usually the third fridays well that's usually every friday (laughs) 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 easy Dwayne. easy (laughs) so they've moved that to the seventh so they can court them together right so. so i know there's supposed to be two different bands going on they will have a band during untapped but then they're also going to have music at two different places that evening. So they got music at Crazy Dogs. I think Nick Winters is down there. There's a couple different places. So. I wish we were in town. We learned, of course, we booked a trip months and yeah. months ago. But I I chatted with Ryan Patterson briefly about it. But uh, I think it's a good thing if we get that thing going. And I think we're going to use get it. Get your hotel reservations now because I bet that place is booked up already. Yeah. Or if not, it will be soon. Will yeah. be soon. All right, moving on. So the 14th, the very next weekend. The St. Nicholas Music Festival, that's out in Sunman, Indiana. Uh, I believe my friend Danny Goodapple, our classmate, is playing out there for that. 
Is that new? Is that at the? That's Intersoul. It's at Saint Nick. It's kind of like Saint a church Nick. picnic, but now it's definitely. No, this is just the music festival they're okay. doing. Okay, yeah. there's a group to put that together. And uh, Saint Nicholas yeah. Church is who yeah. sponsors that. So, hmm. uh, also on the 14th, there's a couple things going on, and we're gone for all this stuff, which is bad. Especially the last thing I'm going to do. No, tell it's you. good. It's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the um, Nick Sperlin Memorial Music Festival is happening in yeah. Metamore. Uh, Sperlins are friend of, friends of ours, of course. Uh, so this in honor of their son Nick, passed away last year, and also on the 14th, I'm in big trouble because I'm going to miss the Harmony Masonic Lodge 11 Walleye Fish Uh-oh. Fry. That's when they were going to give all the secrets out to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where they're handing out shovels there, right? Yeah. You dig down, dig it down. No, no, no. So, so do they have that at the lodge? Is that where it's they at it? the lodge? It's every year the second Saturday of the month. Uh, it's walleye, and uh, they do baked beans, coleslaw. So that's an open thing. It's or open to everybody. Open to everybody. Uh, walleye's so, good eating, boys. Yes, it is. So it. One of my Freshly favorite made fishes. Right at the lodge. It's right on State Route 101. So it'll be September 2? No, it's August 14th. Oh, so just once a year. Once a year. Second Sunday, second Saturday of August every year. Okay. So uh, the lodge is at uh, 10193 State Road 101, right outside of Brookville. Now, I just saw your lights dim and come back. I don't think that was – I don't think that was any – Inside entity. Well, I think the that's the, ball didn't go off, I think so. that's the weather. I think it's the weather going on. Weather. So we, we could also. just in case. So just we in have case a backup generator. Dark. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Some of us do. My <laughs> house will still have power no matter what. So then let's see if there's something on this page for August. So the seventeenth. Nope, that's not August. 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 Yeah, I think we're about done in August. August twenty-first, St. Mary's Barn Dance. Yeah, Barn Dance. That's been going on for a long yeah, time. Out in yeah, St. Mary's off St. Mary's Road, outside of uh, Batesville. It's actually outside of Brookville. Kind of in between. Honestly, it's kind, in between. Of, kind of in between the two. Well, on my page, I got the party on the Whitewater with Party Town. Oh, hold on. Or am I just jumping ahead of you, Alan? I don't do that. Yeah. Well, on the 21st, yeah. <laughs> Two different pages. Yeah. Annual 21st. party on the Whitewater, Party yeah, Town. Yeah, I was so surprised you ever put this together and didn't put so. it in, in a, a numeric order. Yes, I don't know who put this together. It's not so like the, one of my guidelines. <laughs> I told so you before we started, it was look, a throw Look up here. We got October at the top. <laughs> In August, at, August the at the bottom. I know. I so circled. that's at the that's at the Whitewater Canoe Rental. Yes, Whitewater Canoe Rental. Uh, party on the Whitewater. And that's what the, I think. What they do is well, I won't. I'm not going to say. We'll, we'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to. Now actually. There, there's another uh, uh, fireman's festival in August. It's going to be Cedar Grove. When Cedar is that? Grove. What's the date for that? 26 and 27. Okay, there you go. That's a. Uh, I think that's their 50. Ninth year, I think, 58th, 59th year, or something like that. So, also the 21st of August is the Whiskey City Summerfest. That's in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. That's a big one. They bring a major accent. I believe I saw that Delbert McClinton uh, is who's coming in this year. Uh, there's also some, I think, Dallas Moore's there as well, and Pure yeah. Grain, all those good oh, guys. Oh, yeah, they'll have a bunch of big groups. It'll be, it'll be big. I mean, it, it's. Um, if you haven't seen their stage area that they've. Or built downtown, like kind of like downtown Lawrenceburg. Yeah. It's a beautiful, it's nice. beautiful place. And every Thursday, it's music on the river, and it's packed. Yeah. Then the 27th through the 29th, in a booming metropolis of VV, Indiana, it's a Swiss wine festival. You've never been to that? Check it out. I have, and it's a good time. Uh, 
It's right on the river down in that park, and it's very nice there. Um, I'm surprised that VB doesn't have more going for it with this, how big this festival is because it's huge. So then, then that gets us into September. So this works get where it gets all confusing. So September 10th <laughs> is Oktoberfest. <laughs> right. <laughs> In Batesville, Indiana, it's being held at the Sherman. Uh, that will be a definite good time. Absolutely. Uh, Labor Day. Labor Day. Yeah, Labor, Labor Day is the weekend the, uh, before. I haven't been to that yet. I'm St. Peter's. St. Peter's Catholic I was told Church. that I'm required to be there. St. Peter's? Which, which one? <laughs> Oh, the, uh, October, October Fest. Fest. <laughs> I mean, it's only required to be there. Yeah, so the St. Peter's uh, Catholic Church, uh, uh, they last year would have been, they actually had a drive-through, would have been their 100th year yeah. of the Labor Day Festival at St. Peter's. It's one of the biggest church festivals in the area. And uh, so they're going to, like, redo their 100th year this year so awesome. hopefully they have a great turnout to make up for make up for last year always a good no, time to do so the Oktoberfest in Batesville is the 10th and 11th but we're going to tell you you should only go on the 10th because on September 11th is the Gator Fry right that's right the world famous at infamous at Stanger's Backwoods Bar I, I didn't put that on there I wanted you to choose that <laughs> yeah yeah so if you're a listener of ours you're invited it's September 11th from wherever you from can wherever get here wherever you're at there's uh, a bring a covered dish and a lawn chair. You know, we should Your have like drink? a, we have a prize. For we the, should have a drink cup for the furthest traveled listener. Well, I think yeah. it would be a well, sweatshirt or something. Yeah. <laughs> I had somebody from California one year. There so. you go, yeah. Um, well, they got to be a podcast list. So my brother's keeper is the music that's yeah, that's oh, going to be here. So that would be a good time. They just, uh, they just put out a new album. They yeah. did. They're Very good. good. Very good. So let me see on this other page since you got you got us all mixed up here. I'm sorry, I was. What else we got going on in September? We missed the whole Camp Wine Festival September fourth. That's out Sunman, Indiana, Holt Camp Winery, St. Peter's Labor Day Festival. We talked about that September sixth. Winetoberfest at Holt Camp. Holt Camp's got all kind of stuff going on. They do. Winetoberfest for cystic fibrosis is September seventeenth. Get back to the next page. Oh yeah, we're getting to the favorite one. <sighs> that somebody's going to leave for September twenty third through September twenty sixth. Oh my, we will not be doing the Franklin that County night. and the Franklin County Antique Machinery Show. I think we ought to do one from the. I would love there. to do one from there. You're going to be there most of the time, ain't you? I'm leaving Saturday. Yeah, so we could yeah, we could figure out a yeah, way to do so, one from the camp. Came from the campground um, or something, or wait, when you say you're leaving Saturday, you're just going around the other side of town. <laughs> no, he's leaving town. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah, he's leaving. headed to Michigan. Mary's niece gets married oh, on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Oh. She did not check with me first before she planned her wedding. Oh man, <laughs> Alan's denying the Alice Chamber views. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. They'll I'll, be all right. They'll yeah, be we'll, we'll get it. They'll be there when he gets That would back. be a good place. To but do that it. is, if you're into uh, having a good time. And check out antique tractors, antique machinery, or just want to have a good time. It's That's a good camping. It's I love that show. It's great. Yeah. All the hit miss motors and all that going on. The antique machinery is great. I love it. If you want to camp, you better be there that morning to get it's, your camp spot because well, it's already it's, booked. The it's, campground is probably sold out. The campground sold out, but where we camp, we camp on what the land that the machinery show people own. You have you line up the Sunday before, and it's first come first serve. Wow! The line. So while I'm at church getting stuff ready, Dwayne's in line for me. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it, I'm telling you, this is a 
the first time I went down there, they used to be able to sneak in and you could put flags up. Yeah. Well, now you can't. Now they go rip all the flags out. If there's anything up there, they you got to park out. it. No, you got to sit there and they wait at the gate. Well, I thought they were going to let campers in. Oh, heck no. People run across the field. And they're with sticks in their hands. So well, it sounds like the Coke field at Indy. Oh, it's it's it crazy. Is. Well, I had my truck and camper, yep. so I swung around and I just kind of diagonally parked against about six spots and quick got out and put my stakes for Alan and mine and another one, blocked them all off before anybody got there. Because once they're gone, they're gone. And How many people did you run over? I didn't hit anybody. Didn't you? I went as far. I, that you I ain't know gonna of. say where my spot is because I, I picked a good spot where the sun's just right and we get good cool and it's away from the dust and it's a good spot check the moss on the trees and all that there you go so it is a good time and uh you know if you're if you've got old tractors we don't pick on each other so you know that that. if you've got old tractors you know they're looking for more old tractors so yeah i don't know what the what the tractor of the year is it's whatever it was last year they just carried it over all i know is it's not alice chalmers and it's not international well no maybe john deere might be it'd be people want to see the old steam engine tractors and stuff and bring your kids and grandkids it's a great time yep well there's one gentleman brings two semis full of of pedal pedal tractors yeah and now you think that's okay that's kind of silly no, that's probably there's probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. He told Marge and I here for last that he had one point one million value in those trailers. That's what he told Margie and I. Wow. He has one one pedal cart. Margie, I I probably remember so he had one pedal cart was worth over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean it's, it's it's crazy. It's and he opens the doors like a museum and you yep, just you walk, walk down and it. they're just lined on both sides of this trailer. It's just pedal tractors on sh- on rows oh, all uh, sitting in there it's yeah it's it's amazing yeah open trailers he told us it was 1.1 million just like a couple years two years ago we were allowed to go there yeah he's got some neat stuff pedal bulldozers pedal helicopter yeah. like really cool stuff good deal well that's that's about it for upcoming events a lot of good stuff until October. We'll, you know, we'll, I always we'll, figured we'll, the uh, until October, and then October yeah. it gets serious. Second quarter of the year or third quarter of the year is always chicken chicken quarter in Franklin County, Indiana. So we'll so. go ahead and tell you right now, October. I'm booked. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. You see, my it don't matter. You're out. You're out. Right. Hold on. I'm going slow here. Is there the something else first, in October going on? The first Sunday in October. That's when I eat chicken that Alan and Jeff fry. <laughs> Sunday, October 3rd. Creekside Church annual chicken dinner. It's good stuff, I'm telling you. It is. Best chicken around. No I heard the mashed potato guy is amazing. <laughs> yeah. He is. Well, yeah, last year, mashed, well, the last several years, but we had a new one last year. Did a Got a new job. guy doing the mashed taters. Look I, out. I didn't get to help last year. I lived, in, lived away from town, so I guess that was Dwayne that was mashing the taters. That was the secret. Secret. You can't secret. tell you. I can't tell you. Yep. Okay. So you're going to be here this year? Uh, Do I need to call Curtis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call the boss. <laughs> I, I October third is a Sunday. You don't work Sundays. Don't give me that crap. Got plenty of time to plan. <laughs> I'll let you know. Oh, oh. he's got to check his schedule. <laughs> See, he's getting a camper. See what's going on here. Yeah, yep. we well, can camp yeah. out and be there. Yeah, we can put your camper right behind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. He could be there bright and early. Right there, right he could probably have breakfast right ready for you. You can guys. watch the ice. So make sure nobody steals any ice from the ice chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yep. All right. We got anything else? Problem. People still on ice on the church. That's so right. kind of usually. I think uh, that festival, that that dinner and festival, kind of finishes up the whole does, up the year. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. That's about. You know, Jeff. Now, I'm thinking the other day about that, Fry. I'm, I'm, we had a lot of them old guys that worked out there, for, and a couple of those guys are gone now. Yeah. Past yeah right. Wonderful. Absolute wonderful guys they're, down they're, here. They're a hoot, boy. I'll I tell you what. Set fried chicken with those guys, and I'm telling you, I'd make your life, and it will. I miss those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sure Some do. of them guys look forward to that every year. Oh, yeah. A lot of them are retired. Well, Bill was in the in the store a couple weeks ago, and I talked to him. I thought, man, I miss your yeah. dad. Like, he's such a great guy. Yep. All right. Good deal. So, we're going to wrap it up. So, for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and Mike from Texas. Get your <laughs> festival on. You know, it's about time to restock the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with some fine liquors. There's only one place we go for that. When we're in Brookville, we shop at Tebby's. Liquor store, downtown Brookville, Indiana, on Main Street. They have a selection of beer, wine, liquors, vodkas, your seltzers, whatever you want right here in Brookville, Indiana. Give them a shout. Stop in and say hi. Now, if you're out towards Batesville, Indiana, check out Batesville Liquor Co. They've got a huge selection. They're in what used to be a grocery store. Now it's filled with alcohol. They've got selections of bourbons, selections of wines, vodkas, whiskeys, you name it, they've got it. Located in Batesville, Indiana. So whether you're in Batesville or Brookville, we got two spots for you to hit. Check them out. Tebby Liquors in Brookville and the Batesville Liquor Company out in Batesville, Indiana. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. What a great podcast, talking about some of the upcoming events in the surrounding area. Uh, I wanted to go back to uh, Brookville Untapped real quick, uh, tell you all the, the companies, breweries, and distilleries that are involved with that. So it's Bad Dad Brewing, Quaffon Brewing, Hog Molly Brewing, Beer Brewing, or Buyer Brewing, Goodwood Brewing, Rheingeist Brewing, Goose Island Brewing, Braxton Brewing, Brewdog Brewing, and Creek Bottom Brewing. That's all your beer, brewings, breweries. So distillery-wise, you know, we're whiskey guys. So Hard Truth Distilling will be there, West Fork Whiskey, and Boone County Jail Distillery. Now, if you're a wino, we got that covered too, to Backroads Vineyard and Huckleberry Hill Winery. So lots of choices there. Check it out. It's uh, August 7th in Brookville, Indiana, Brookville Untapped, a great time. So a couple things. If you like our podcast, please leave us a five-star rating on positive comment. It just helps us promote the podcast. If you've got questions or comments or have a topic you want us to tackle, you can email us at podcast at crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com or go to our webpage, www.crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com and leave a message there. We're also on Hometown Radio USA, so check us out there. We're on every morning at 6 a.m. to wake everybody up. So for Jeff Montag, Dwayne Bischoff, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line, 
out the door. <laughs> 